Good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. SWAT Radio is part of His Life International Ministry. Its mission is to equip and encourage men to walk out the truth found in Scripture. We're glad you have joined us this afternoon. I'm Brad Sykes, sitting alongside my good buddy Doug McCary. Doug, are you ready? I certainly enjoyed uh, Bible study today as we kicked off Technically, I guess 2023, right? I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it was the first one. It was really a good group of guys, both this morning and at lunch. And uh, I, I, you know, I just have to tell you, there, there's something about going deep and going mm. into the exposition of God's word. And, and I shared it today with the guys, I, I've read through that passage <laughs> so many times, but you don't think to go and look at other places where Troas is, unless you're like studying it yeah, to teach it, right, you know, and that's right. why you and I say a lot of times, if you really want to learn something, teach it. Well, and I don't think, and I know one of the things that's kind of on your agenda for this year is to really begin to equip men to teach. Mm-hmm. All of us are teachers. I mean, it, don't you believe, I mean, well, if we, you're a dad, you're a teacher. We you know all I mean? have we're we're all priests, yeah, and priestesses, and we have responsibilities to pass on the faith. Yeah. Nobody can say, <laughs> "Well, I can't do that." We're supposed to be passing on, even if you're just a father passing it on to your children. I, I, but even if, let's say you don't have any children, let's say you're a single guy out there. Well, as a believer, if you're a believer and you've been walking with Christ for any length of time, you you any length. <laughs> You can find somebody younger and pass on more truth like we were talking about today. Well, you mentioned that today, that while teaching is a spiritual gift, I I think you have the gift of teaching. That may be one of my gifts. Um, We would definitely affirm those in one another. But you don't have to have the spiritual gift of teaching to be a teacher. Mm. And I think you brought it up today that, uh, making disciples is a commandment. It's not whether you're gifted at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's a command that Jesus gave us, and uh, and we should be about doing that. Mm. Uh, interesting that you brought that up. Obviously, we're not going to dig into it today, but we will next week. Uh, Acts Acts twenty, and same as you put it. I've been through that text so many times, and you probably are out there. You're probably up there watching me. I hardly ever make eye contact with you because I'm so busy jotting down notes, and uh, I can't wait to jump into this next week because, uh, and maybe that's a tease for our listeners to <laughs> tune in next week or to get to one of the Bible studies that we have going on because they are they're, they're deep. I mean, we're we're just going to get into the deep nitty gritty <laughs> of the scriptures because they are meant to transform our hearts. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know about you, Doug. Uh, I am far from. Uh, I'm sanctified positionally, but this heart still needs a lot of work. Oh, me, me, you and me both, you and me both. Uh, you know, Brad, I, I read a couple of articles this morning. You know, if you're just tuning in, uh, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. 
And this radio program spawned out of the SWAT Bible studies that meet here in Jacksonville, Florida. And we broadcast in uh, Meridian, Mississippi, uh, Chesapeake, uh, Virginia, uh, uh, up in Folkestone, Georgia, and St. Augustine, and here in Jacksonville, and through the Internet to people. And uh, we've been blessed with a grant that gets us out there on men's websites. And so we got people listening to the stream through the SWATradio.com uh, website and the SWAT app. And, uh, you know, we talk about uh, what's going on in our culture a lot of times during the first 15 minutes just to to say, hey, how do we as men respond to this? Or we need to weigh this into things that we're thinking about because it's impacting us. And how are we as uh, guys, because we're primarily uh, a program about helping guys grow deeper in their discipleship. We have women that listen, and we're grateful that they do. And we do have SWAT for women. But this this whole thing spawned out of the fact that a lot of men are absent. They're not involved. And one of the things, Brad, that is um, was pretty astounding to me was this statistic that popped up in this report um, by a group called Common Sense Media. I don't know if you saw it, but it said 73%. So almost three out of every four teenagers 17 or younger have seen pornography now like at three out of every four and 54 percent of 13 year olds and younger have seen it and on average the first time um kids see it is when they're around 12 years old and 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 a lot of them see it at school i did not see that but I'd be interested to know uh, how do they define pornography? Because you know what's interesting, Doug, is you think about what we have access to. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even things you really don't have to look that hard to find, mm-hmm. uh, be it TV. I mean, there's things on regular TV today that I probably would have classified as pornography mm. 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, on live, on regular network programming. Right. Yeah. Well, but, but I mean, the kind of porno- pornography they're talking about includes rape, choking people, uh, sexual bondage and that kind of stuff. And um, uh, the singer Billie Eilish said Eilish, that yeah. porn, Billie Eilish. Eilish, sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. Eilish said that porn, as I told you, I'm so culturally <laughs> backwards, uh, <clears throat> porn destroyed my brain. This is what she said. It destroyed my brain and said she still suffers from night terrors and sleep paralysis because of what she saw. Mm. So it it impacts you. It's like I was sharing today about we met, you know, what Dobson said, life is loaded and yeah. and you make decisions and they unleash some of them consequences that are irrevocable. I mean, yeah. they just it, yeah. God forgives you. Mm hmm. But it doesn't mean you don't suffer consequences that go way into the future. Well, I know we've had uh, we've had a number of men here on this broadcast, Jerry Sinclair in particular, uh, and, where and, we've and gotten, Jay Hogg too. Yes, right? where we have gotten to talking about uh, sexual purity, and uh, you know it's interesting. I'm sure anybody who's listening can identify with this that you remember the first time you saw pornography. Hmm. Um, you know, and it, it, it scars you. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, the images and, and to, never go to, away. To Billie Eilish's point, you know, it's it doesn't go away. And you really have to transform your mind. That's why I think it talks about in Scripture. Renew your mind. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not going to renew your mind, this culture will do it. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to discipline yourselves for the purpose of godliness, yeah. in other words, if you're not going to diligently discipline yourself, Mm-hmm. to renew your mind in the truth of the gospel. There are plenty other places that will do it for you. You don't even have to try. Well, and a lot of times we do renew our mind in those places and not the word of God. Yeah, absolutely. Unintentional, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I'm saying is if you don't personally dig in, anchor deep into the word of God, I I just believe our, our fleshly instincts will run to other things. Mm-hmm that will that we think are going to satisfy we you know we've been talking about peace and and experiencing god's peace mm-hmm. uh shalom uh, it's only found in christ uh, only found in him um i was struck also when i was i was just i i was doing a little bit of a scan to see what's out there in the news i, I was really shocked i haven't followed demi lovato's journey but she's got a new album out, and this new album has a name we can't even say on the air because it the the first word is holy, but then it's got an expletive that we can't say. And she just had her album cover banned in England because it was offensive. It basically shows her in bondage in a kind of a seductive way mm on a mattress in the shape of a cross. And and so they banned it. They said, no, it's offensive to Christians. We're not going to do it. I mean, good for England, the the, the powers that be over there. But, I, bet, I bet we haven't banned it yet. But, but just the name <laughs> of the album, the fact that you would throw that out there, you know, that you would put a, a, a title, and that's what you were saying earlier about the networks, you're seeing people say things on air now, even on regular network news, that they never would have said 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like we've hit a point in our country where people don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. And so they feel free to be uh, obscene, uh, to be vulgar, to say things. And even in the church, Brad, I mean, there's a lot of people that call themselves believers that are throwing expletives out like it's okay. It mm-hmm. is that's gutter talk. Yeah, and scripture yeah. speaks to that. Absolutely, it is yeah. not a culturally thing that you go. Our yeah. culture <clears throat> recognizes certain words as offensive. Mm-hmm. And listen, we and we all, know what they we, are. Yeah, we we all <laughs> blow it. Oh, we all make mistakes, but it's not okay for you to represent yourself and be okay with throwing those bombs out like that in front of people and then telling them about Jesus. They're not going to, it's going to say, they're going to say, wow, that's kind of weird. And it, you know, I've had people before say, well, that's cool. You know, it's just the way people talk. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. It, you can be in the world and not be of the Amen. world to do that. Amen. You know, Amen. well, we're told in scripture that let no obscene talk come from your mouth. Yeah. Good but rule. Only, of- only, only that which will build up. 
Well, a good rule of thumb is if your mother was sitting there, would you say it in front of your mom? Mm. If not, you probably shouldn't be saying it if you're going to represent yourself as a follower of Jesus. Yeah, maybe that's a topic. Well, did you ever say anything around your mom you shouldn't have said? Uh, <laughs> only once. Hey, remember, she's listening. Yeah, I know. Hey, listen, we're glad to take it. We're going to take a quick break. We're glad you have joined us on SWAT Radio. We'd love to hear from you today. Uh, we're going to take your calls this afternoon at 844-777-SWAT. That's 844-777-7928. If you have any questions or comments, you can also email us at ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That's a little Need to Breathe. Great song called Brothers. Um, you know, Need to Breathe, uh, they're really a secular uh, band. But, yeah, they are. Uh, both of the brothers, uh, the, the the two brothers grew up in a Christian home. I mean, I think father was either a pastor. can't remember, but there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of spirituality within their songs. But that song, I, I love it because it talks about, brothers that were to were to be the shelter for one another mm-hmm. and uh, you were talking about it today doug in the text that we'll cover next week and acts 20 about the importance of engaging <clears throat> engaging with others and uh and letting that be a source of encouragement we, we look at paul he was constantly encouraging and engaging with others and building them up and equipping uh, men, younger men, to carry on the gospel, and uh, so anyway, it's got to be a priority for us, absolutely. And and, um, and we see that in Paul, and so I'm I'm excited to get into that next week on air. But just we're we're kind of reviewing and catching up again because we we didn't really do it justice uh, before the holidays. Roman, I mean, because Acts 19, the last part, 21 through 41 of the triumph of God's word as Paul is he's he's kind of upset the apple cart so to speak in Ephesus the 
the people are upset because, and the people that are upset, to put it in a modern analogy, imagine everybody who watches pornography um, deleting all the apps Hmm. and, and getting rid of them and saying no more. And the revenue stream drying up right. for all these makers because it's a billion dollar, mm-hmm. a multi mm-hmm. billion dollar industry. Um, people would be upset with that, right? Yeah. And so uh, that's what happened, except it was the idols. And we saw how God's word, as Paul is sharing about Jesus, he's sharing the gospel, the word of the Lord, synonymous with the gospel triumphs over false religion we 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 covered that and and it, it's it triumphs over false worship and false witnesses because what happens is these silversmiths actually drum up business um and they brought these false charges they were riding and they got into the coliseum and we're going to look at that today i'm going to we're going to cover how it triumphs over false worship because all these quote False worshipers, that's what they were, worshiping Artemis. They were shouting for two hours trying to appease this God. Now, think of the futility of that. It'd be like shouting to that wall for two hours. Mm -hmm. They're shouting to an idol that can do nothing. It's just made by human hands representing some figment of somebody's imagination. And... There were no documents like the Bible that Artemis sent. There was no testifying and, and authenticating through signs and wonders that Artemis sent. And so God's word triumphs over the false religion of Diana slash Artemis in Ephesus, but also over the false worship and over the false witnesses. And we're going to get in those last two today. And I just thought if you could read 28 through 41, yeah. that will be the rest of the chapter. And we'll kind of bring this to a close by talking about how what God's Word says as it addresses specifically this, is, this issue. We talked about it yesterday, chaos, and how God's Word brings wisdom and and not confusion it brings shalom and not peace i mean it brings peace shalom and not uh, chaos yeah and so yeah. uh well let's let's right, uh, let me read that the word uh, read and then we'll get into it acts 19 beginning in verse 28 when they heard this they were enraged and were crying out great is artemis of the ephesians so the city was filled with the confusion and they rushed together into the theater dragging with them uh, Gaius and uh, Aristarchus, mm-hmm. uh, Macedonians, who were Paul's companions in travel. But when Paul wished to go in among the crowd, the disciples would not let him in, would not let him. And even some of the Asiarchs, who were friends of his, sent to him and were urging him not to venture into the theater. Now some cried out one thing, some another. For the assembly was in confusion, and most of them did not know why they had come together. Stop just yeah, for a second. That isn't that funny? Yeah. They, d- have we had a time in our country in the last two or three years where people got swept up into 
yeah. events yeah. and didn't even know what was they were doing. They just wanted to be part of a protest. Hey, I'll walk into rooms sometimes. I go, why, why did I come in here? <laughs> but, but, but no, the, you're right. I mean, the whether it's the, the Black the Lives Matter yeah. or whether it was the protest, a lot of people just want to be part of a, of, yeah. of, of, of a movement like yeah. that. They just get swept up into it. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but uh, verse 34, but when they recognized that he was a Jew, for about two hours, they all cried out with one voice, great is Artemis of the Ephesians. Verse 35, and when the town clerk had quieted the crowd, he said, men of Ephesus, who is there who does not know that the city of the Ephesians is temple keeper of the great Artemis and of the sacred stone that fell from the sky? Seeing then that these things cannot be denied, you ought to be quiet and do nothing rash. For you have brought these men here who are neither uh, sacrilegious nor blasphemers of our goddess. If therefore Demetrius and the craftsmen with him have a complaint against anyone, the courts are open and there are proconsuls. Let them bring charges against one another. But if you seek anything further, it shall be settled in the regular assembly. For we really are in danger of being charged with rioting today, mm-hmm. since there is no cause that we can give to justify this commotion. And when he had said these things, he dismissed the assembly. These are the very words of God. Um, you know, Brad, in verse 28, it says... When they heard this, what did they hear? They heard Demetrius saying, hey, Artemis is going to lose the power. I mean, people aren't even going to worship Artemis mm-hmm. anymore. It says they erupted, they were enraged, and they erupted with great as Artemis of the Ephesians. And so they just start chanting, which they were worshiping a false god, and this was false worship. And what happens when you worship falsely, whether you're worshiping an idol or let's say you're in a church, but you're worshiping the wrong thing. We have a lot of, even in Christian churches, Brad, mm-hmm. yep. people can have false worship, right? I mean, you you look throughout history, God has prescribed ways that we are to approach him, ways mm-hmm. we are to worship him. And people go, I can just come to God and do anything I want. No, you can't. Nadab and Abihu tried that, and yeah. it didn't work out too well for them. Yep. So God's word brings wisdom. Look look up Deuteronomy 4, Brad. Deuteronomy 4, verse 5 and verse 6 in the Old Testament. And Deuteronomy, by the way, a lot of times people go, why are you going to Deuteronomy? Jesus quoted from Deuteronomy three times when he was tempted by Satan. So if it's good enough for Jesus to quote for, we might want to spend some time there, right? Yeah, Deuteronomy Deuteronomy 4, 5, and 6. Read that passage. Uh, Yeah. See, I have taught you statutes and rules as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should do them in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. Keep them and do them, for that will be your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the people's who, when they hear all these statutes, will say, surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. So we are to be a witness. So if we are more influenced by our culture than the Bible, 
and I think we have been in our oh. culture, then what happens is we our our churches look more like the culture right, right. than they do like God's people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are the temple now, and we right. we are to reflect God, and so. To go and tell people, oh, you can just come to God any way you want. He's not going to leave you that way. Mm-hmm. He has prescribed ways to worship. Mm-hmm. He's prescribed ways we are to live for him. So, no, you, we have limited freedom, almost like I love this analogy of a sheep. You know, sheep have limits. They have freedom, but they're limited in their freedom. Um, the freedom that Christ came to set us free from is the freedom to sin, we didn't we didn't have that you know it's the freedom of bondage to sin and mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. bound to eternal death right but we take that as oh i'm free uh, because when when paul to be fair paul says you know eat drink whatever you want do it to the glory of god that's true but we don't dismiss the law i i can't go commit adultery with somebody right, right. And go, well, I'm free in Christ to do that. (laughs) I can go murder somebody because I'm free in Christ to do that. So we we approach God in a worshipful way, the way he's prescribed. Look up another passage in 2 Timothy 3. Yeah, I was just going there myself. 2 Timothy 3, 14 and 15. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So so get this. The city of Ephesus was in confusion. Why? Because they, they worship falsely. Mm-hmm. But God's people weren't in confusion. What did they say? Paul, you can't go in there. They said, and even Asiarchs told them, you can't go in there. They're making wise choices. They're not in a state. It's, there's a contrast there. And confusion, the word confusion is actually Hebrew, Babel, which we get the Tower of Babel from. Mm -hmm, Right. And so uh, the people who were in confusion were the idol worshipers, but the wise people were God's people. When we come back, I want to pick up on that as we continue to look at this text and what we can learn from from the text. Yep. We're going to take a break for national news. Again, we're glad you joined us on SWAT Radio. We want to hear from you during our final segment today. The number to call is 844-777-SWAT, 844-777-7928. You can also email us at askatswatradio.com. If you have a message for Doug, it's Doug at swatradio.com or Brad at swatradio.com. We'll be right back. say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some, and right now, right now I'm losing bad, I've stood on this stage night after night. Reminding hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio, Brad and Doug here on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, we have been working through Acts uh, 19, verses 21 through 41 this week, looking at the fact that uh, triumphs, uh, that God's word triumphs over false religion. 
it triumphs over false worship, and then we're going to look at how it triumphs over false witness. Mm. But I think in this last section that we looked at, verses 28 through 34, is how God's Word brings wisdom, not confusion. Yeah. And boy, are we in a culture now that needs some wisdom. Boy, we just do. so confused. Well, think about how confusing it is. Like, um, And listen, whether it's the people of Ephesus who were afraid of offending Artemis, and they're, why? And the reason is they viewed Artemis as the one who brought rain, the one who brought the crops. And so they were crying out. They didn't want Artemis to be offended. And so think about it. In our culture, how many people don't want to offend people because they think it's a source of money, poli- mm-hmm. whether it's a politician, right. sure. whether it's a, an entertainer. <clears throat> and so man-pleasing. Yeah, it's man-pleasing. But, you know, Paul and the disciples there, Paul wanted to go in. I love this about Paul. It says Paul wanted to go in. Where did he want to go in? The, apparently, in Ephesus, there was a theater there that was cut out of the western slope of one of the mountains, and it could accommodate, Brad, up to 25,000 people there. And they would have regular meetings there uh, probably three times a month for civic assemblies, like getting together for a council meeting or stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was a citywide thing. And when Demetrius started this uproar, it moved into there, and the people go, we'll just take it in there and we're going to deal with this Paul and his friends, but they didn't have Paul. They had his friends in there. And when when the town clerk heard that, and when you think of town clerk, normally think about somebody who takes notes. No, this was like the liaison between Rome mm-hmm. because Ephesus was kind of a free, um, it's kind of like a free state in that they didn't have to pay tax to Rome. They were just kind of a place that Rome would send people uh, so Roman soldiers would retire and go there, and it, it enjoyed freedoms that a lot of the other Roman provinces didn't have. And so this town clerk uh, steps in because it says in verse 34, two hours they were shouting, great is Artemis of the Ephesians. And Paul wrote about this whole experience over in Second Corinthians 1. And I'm just going to summarize it in that he was he was he was really depressed about it. In fact, you just read it, Brad. Yeah, I was going to um, say. <clears throat> he, he talks about this experience in 2 Corinthians 1, 8. I wasn't going to read but I, I think it'd be helpful to read because a lot of times you wonder, is it okay that I'm struggling? I'm really struggling with the, the oppression that I'm feeling mm-hmm. or some of the things. Listen to what Paul, one of the greatest uh, really advocates for Christ in the yeah. New Testament says <laughs> as he was going through this very chaotic, confusing time for the city uh, as he's trying to preach about Christ, uh, just yeah. 8 through 11. Yeah, for we do not want you to be ignorant, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. But that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us. On him we have set our hope that he will deliver us again. You also must help us by prayer so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. So, 
Paul was really struggling. And, and one of the reasons is probably Alexander was put forward by some people in the crowd as a Jewish spokesman to try to disassociate the Jews there from Paul and his disciples. And, and so he stands up to try to say, hey, we're not with these guys. You know, we're, we're Jews. Mm-hmm. We worship y- Yahweh. But we're not, this This is not recognized. But praise be to God for Gallio, who earlier had took up for Paul and, and basically said, hey, this is a recognized sect of Judaism. And he, he, squelched, he squelched that mm-hmm. argument a long time ago. So they kind of basically put Alexander aside and didn't want to hear from him when he's trying to do that. And that's when the town clerk comes in because he quieted the people and we see all these false witnesses coming against Paul and Paul just is there at the mercy of the people, but he's also in the hands of God. And so just like uh, Gallio or even the jailer who, who took care of Paul, this town clerk steps in and he, he starts defending Paul which is amazing. He says, this guy has character. He's not defaming our goddess. Yeah, I he's mean, not sacrilegious. He's not a blasphemer. No. And there's a Hebrew phrase, you know, like I talked about uh, tohu vavohu. There's another phrase. Uh, I mentioned it, I think, before the Christmas break called basora la basar. Yes. And it, and it literally means good news in the flesh. That's what we're supposed to be. Good news in the flesh. Paul lived, he didn't go in there and attack um, Artemis. He didn't go in there and degrade. All he was doing was holding up Jesus. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I need to be reminded of that, Brad, because it's yeah. easy to go yeah. into the attack mode. And what we should be doing is holding up Jesus and his love and his sacrifice and his message that he's the son of God and he came to give life and he is calling his people to himself to follow him. And if you're his, come on board. You know, that's what we should yeah. be about. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about how quickly when we start to, I, 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 you ever find yourself putting yourself in these situations right here? Because in reality, as we read through scripture, we can see ourselves a lot of time in these, these circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul and and these guys are 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 being harassed really and how oftentimes what happens when we're harassed boy my blood kind of starts to get heated up mm-hmm. it's just i can feel my flesh wanting to react mm-hmm. as opposed to you now just calm down for a minute but but i wrote you know one of the things that i was uh, really impressed to as i thought about this text was how god's word lived out brings light in the midst of darkness it doesn't mean everybody will accept that light right but it shines against the darkness and brad you know as well as i do even if somebody's berating you if you are responding as a believer yeah it's gonna be a dark uh, or not a dark but a, a vivid contrast between the darkness that's there mm-hmm. and what you're bringing to yeah. the table, right? Yeah. And that's what we see here. Read First John 5, Brad. First John 5, verse 3, talks about how uh, 
how we overcome the world and and it's the love of God in us. Read that. It's a very powerful text yeah, it is. about <clears throat> this basar la basar, this living out the good news in your life. Go ahead and read that. Yeah, first John five verse three, for this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Mm-mm. We think they are. Oh, yeah. His commandments are not burdensome. But but then go on. Read, yeah, for, read. for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Verse 5, who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? And And Paul grasped this, and I think a lot of times we miss it, because yeah. we believe in our our modern day thinking, overcoming the world means we get a victory for our business. It means we get a victory for uh, uh, our health. We get a victory for whatever. And we make uh, monetary and physical uh, health the the goal. And there were a lot of people that overcame the world who were martyred they were beheaded they were killed they were sewn in two Mm -hmm. they they sawn in two they they gave their life and so in the eyes of the world man they were defeated but all those people willingly gave their life and they gave it the ones that i read about at peace Walking in peace, not chaos. Right. They had the shalom even in the midst of death. I was thinking about we were reading uh, early in Acts uh, during Stephen's stoning, and you you realize the peace that had to just Stephen had to be experiencing even in the midst of the stoning. And yet, how easily I am perturbed with people. You know, when I'm dealing with something that I don't like, I think of how many times you and I have talked about this off the air. Uh, people who've walked away from the Lord because they believed that if they, you know, did Bible study every day or if they read their Bible or if they go to church or they give this or they do this, that there's some monetary reward or good health or whatever, totally misunderstanding this this concept. Yeah, I imagine being stoned like Stephen. I mean, those blows coming. I mean, the first thing they do is push you into the pit. Imagine that, sitting down there, but having peace enough to say, Father, forgive them. Yeah. Father, forgive them. Don't hold this against them. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's an amazing grace that only comes from a true faith in the one true living God. I got one more passage I want you to read when we come back from the break uh, in Philippians 2. It's a great passage, and it's on the heels of the kenosis passage or mm-hmm. the the uh, you know the emptying passage where where Paul says to the Philippians, "Have this attitude in yourselves like mm-hmm. Jesus." Right? But I want you to read Philippians two fourteen through sixteen when we come back from the break to kind of. Take that, and then we can take calls. I'd love to, people, if they have any thoughts, questions, or comments, call in. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, So, listen, come join us when we get back. Doug and I will take your calls. 
The number to call is 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-SWAT. Again, if you're unable to call, email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's A-S-K at SWATradio.com. We'll be right back for our final segment. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.astore.com. There I was on death row, guilty in the first degree. Son of God hanging on him. Hell was my destiny. The crowd was Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. And uh listen, it is uh this is our first week back. Today was our first Bible study. Uh of the new year of 2023. And, you know, for those who may be new to SWAT radio, maybe you stumbled across this broadcast. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. Uh, We are a teaching ministry that seeks to equip and encourage men in their daily walk with Jesus Christ. Uh, This broadcast is made possible by the generous, and I mean generous, donations of listeners like you and corporate sponsors who support clear and unashamed teaching and discussion of God's Word. If you are interested in uh, learning more about SWAT Radio or many of the one of the many SWAT Bible studies for men or women, we have a ladies' Bible study too, go to SWATradio.com, click on the SWAT Meetings tab, and we would love to have you join us in person. Doug, I don't know, is the ladies' SWAT Bible study, is that on the website? Um, uh, I don't know, but you know what? We need to add it. That's a good point. I just thought about that while you're talking. I don't know that we've added it, but we will. Well, you know, over, we the years, over the years, we've had a lot of women who've called into this program. Yeah. And uh, it's one of the unique things about SWAT radio is we are a live broadcast, mm-hmm. uh, although it does get uploaded thanks to our good friend James, who gets it uploaded into the podcast. So it's available tonight, uh, but you can go back and listen to I mean, past we've been doing this six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just starting our seventh year, and all the various episodes that we've done, and visitors and guests that we've had, are all available for you to go back and listen to. But with that said, you know, go to the, go to the website, check out uh, support. You can you can support us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check out the various meetings. We'd love to have you in person join us. The phone lines are open for this last segment of the day. And again, love to hear from you. Call us at 844-777-7928. Uh, 
That's 844-777-SWAT. Hey, uh, I, real quick, uh, since you were talking about it, tomorrow, Thursday, is a new location for us. It is uh, uh, Jumpin' Jack's House of Food that has – so there's not a sign there yet because they, they're not having their official opening, but the address is 4887 Belfort Road. It is over by the Wounded Warrior Building. It is 4887. The Wounded Warrior uh, Building there is 4889, I believe, or 4899. But 4887 is the building where Jumping Jack's going to be. As you go in, as you go in that building, it's the first door on the left. So uh, you can show up there if you want to be a part of the of the SWAT Zoom. If you're in Mississippi, Virginia, listening through the internet. You send me an email at Doug at SWATradio.com. Say, hey, I'd like to join the Zoom. I'll send you a link, and you can join us tomorrow night. And then Friday uh, Friday at uh, 9 a.m., uh, we meet at the Village Inn down in St. Augustine, Florida. So uh, all those options uh, for you to be part of a local group. Well, Brad, I, I'd ask you about Philippians. Philippians. Hey, before we jump in, I do want to just plug. You've got a great guest on tomorrow, Perry Bowers. Oh yeah, the Perry. Uh, uh, he's been a great mentor for many, many, many years, and uh, he has a he founded a ministry called Focus Living Ministry. Perry's one of the most focused guys I've ever met, and um, he's going to talk about focus tomorrow. How important focus is for us as men. And uh, and going into 2023, so I think it'll be a great, uh, great program. Uh, if you're just thinking about, man, I just feel like I'm spinning my wheels. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm a rat in the cage. I yeah. just keep running, yeah. and I'm not really progressing. He's got some really good practical thoughts. Uh, he'll share with us tomorrow. And then you got a great guest on Friday. I do. Brian Doyle, founder of Iron Sharpens Iron, will be actually. Brian's going to be in studio. He. Uh, you know, he moved to Jacksonville a couple of years ago, and uh, he's been he's been our guest a couple of times. We've you and I have both been a part of the Iron Sharpens Iron. You've been one of the keynote speakers. Uh, I've gotten to do a couple of breakout sessions for them. And uh, Brian is such a just such a godly man. Uh, love having him here. His uh, his knowledge of the Word of God. He and I we we had a little challenge this this past quarter to memorize colossians 3 mm-hmm. i think he beat me uh-huh. um, although i'm working on it brian so I'll, I'll recite maybe the first nine or ten verses when you come in mm-hmm. but uh yeah so barry pa- uh, perry bowers tomorrow brian doyle on friday i hope you will stay tuned and um anyway so uh why don't we jump back into what well, you were well you, i was I talking yeah you, no so. no that's okay we were we were just talking about basora la basar which means good news in the flesh and how Paul had conducted himself with respect and good character. So this town clerk is just pointing that out, saying, hey, this guy has not been demeaning or blaspheming our goddess. He Listen, and he says, the courts are open. If you have a problem, take it to the court. Um, but if it's about religion, drop it, because he hasn't done anything hmm to desecrate our goddess which i think is fascinating as believers we don't have to go desecrate other things we don't have we can just hold up jesus listen you got you're a buddhist 
You want to believe in Buddha? Fine. Let me tell you about Jesus and you compare him. Yeah. I don't have to yeah. tear down Buddha. <laughs> I just lift up Jesus. That's what we do. I heard Pastor Martin say, uh, uh, the gospel's offensive enough. You, you don't need to add to the offense. Yeah. You know we, what I mean? Yeah. We just tell people about him. And what he says is, listen, if something's wrong, we'll go to the theater and have a legal gathering. Right. And and you can press charges but we're in danger of riding here. And I was just reminded of what you were talking about earlier of, of if somebody did something to you or they offend you, Philippians 2, 14, 16. Yeah. I think that is a great passage to memorize and to know because it acknowledges that we live in a dark place. We live in a world that's broken and we are to shine in yeah. the midst of that. And so go ahead and read that. Passage. Yeah. Uh, Philippians 2, uh, verse 14, do all things without grumbling or questioning that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst, this is key, in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life so that in the day of Christ, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain so paul brought light in that dark culture even yeah. though there were people there that rejected the sure. light and tried to hurt him he still was seen by other pagans as light and so the question we have to ask ourselves is are we bringing light or darkness when we are offended when we because of the gospel when we're out there doing god's work how do we respond to the persecutors? Do we pray for them? Hmm. Do we love them? Paul apparently had a pretty good uh, track record there because that yeah. town clerk defended him, which was amazing to me that he would mm -hmm. even do that. Mm -hmm. Made uh, me think you challenged me earlier in the week. I had not, I'm not, I wasn't caught up on my chosen episode. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Vic and I watched. Uh, uh oh did you binge it uh, well we didn't binge it because you know me i get all, i get on my sofa start watching something on television i can only last about 40 minutes but uh -huh. i did get through it and made me think uh he's 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 delivering the sermon on the mount and talking about turning the other cheek going the extra mile mm -hmm. giving your 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 cloak you know what i mean it's just not uh that's not a cultural response mm -hmm. you know and and that's why I appreciate you getting, allowing me to read that in Philippians two, well, because it because you know while it was a twisted and perverse generation then, it's twisted and perverse today. It absolutely is. And remember, what is the key text to this whole chapter? The word of the Lord increased and prevailed mightily. Right. And prevailing mightily doesn't mean Paul necessarily gets released. It just means it shines in the midst of mm -hmm. that, and it will continue. Let's say Paul had been martyred here. He wasn't, but let's say he was. That ground of his blood is is fertilized with his blood. The gospel, the gospel yeah. soil is fertilized. And so because I, I can't think, Brad, of any Christian martyr that I know of that I've read about that died trying to take another life they 
it, when they were ministering and they 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 all died mm. peacefully mm-hmm. saying you know what <clears throat> it's a it's a right. promotion paul right. viewed it as a promotion right right he's going to be with jesus yeah. and the church victorious yeah to, to to live is christ to die is gain is gain but but it doesn't mean that he wasn't scared we read from sure. corinthians what you read he was distressed and that kind of reminded me of psalm 77 just read the first verse to mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. that is a great psalm i'm not going to have you read the whole thing but that is a great text if you're in trouble just read that psalm it's a very encouraging psalm psalm 77 yeah. <clears throat> i cry aloud to god aloud to aloud to god and he will hear me. In the day of my trouble, I seek the Lord in the night. My hand is stretched out without wearying. My soul refuses to be comforted. When I remember God, I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. Hmm. You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. Hmm. I consider the days of old, the years long ago. I said, let me remember my song in the night. Let me meditate in my heart. Then my spirit made a diligent search. Mm-hmm. Will the Lord spurn forever and never again be favorable? Has his steadfast love forever ceased? Are his promises at an end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his compassion? Wow, that's powerful. Then I said, I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. Mm-hmm. I'll just stop there. I no, mean, there's that's, there's I mean, so much there. It's just saying, I will go back and remember. Yeah. And so, Well, that's why Philippians 2 says, hold fast. Hold fast to the Word. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. but we got to go to His Word when we're troubled, right? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. hey, tomorrow, Perry Bowers, Friday, Brian Doyle. And if you want to hear this or any past program, go to SWATradio.com, right? All right, brother. Take yeah. care. Thanks, yeah. Jeremy. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Or I won't see you tomorrow. I'll see you Monday. Yeah, I'll see you Monday. I'll talk to you between uh, now and yeah, then. Yeah, I will. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening 